It's 2021, and just over a year ago, a mother of three made history in Victoria. Kerry Robertson died peacefully in a Bendigo nursing home. She made Australian medical history as the first person to utilise Victoria's new voluntary-assisted dying law. In season one, I investigated the arguments for and against legalising voluntary-assisted dying. I looked at the powerful combination of church leaders and mostly Christian doctors trying to block such a law from being passed. Now, that same alliance is seeding doubts about what happened once it was. In this season, I ask, who are the people seeking help to end their lives? He's an oncologist. It's in your bones now. It's in your spine. You know, you're dying, Phil. He took off all Dad's clothes and his muscles are twitching and he said, oh, well, you've got motor neurone disease, Alan. Well, Robbie, he just didn't want to be literally that prisoner in the body and looking at you with his eyes. Who are the doctors stepping forward to help? I've seen bad deaths and I've heard of bad deaths in specialist palliative care units. If you do things right, you, you really do leave a piece of yourself in that room. I speak with the pharmacists delivering life-ending medication. You have to be absolutely direct this medication will result in you dying. And I think saying that the first time to someone sitting two feet in front of you is um, probably the hardest part. And with those making sure the law is being upheld. It's not an easy process, but neither it should be. This is the ending of a life and it ought to be treated in a serious manner because it's a serious thing to do. I look at the debate raging within palliative care. How can we say, yes, you can make your choices, so long as it's not voluntary assisted dying? And how the church continues to resist a law it describes as evil. Whatever about the talk of of dignity and compassion, there are deeper and darker things at work in all of this. He was completely legally within his rights, and then to have those buggers refuse was just so not right. I discover unexpected moments of humour. He looked straight at the priest and he said, look, mate, I think I speak for Phil when I tell you that he just wants enough holy shit to get him in the gates. Moments of heartbreak. It certainly hit me that this is my son's life in in my hands, you know. He was dying. He was suffering. He was begging me, where are they, Kristen? Where are they? Where are they? And deep acts of humanity. She had my brother on one side holding her hand and my sister on the other, and they were just telling her they loved her. And, you know, the, the look on his face, oh. you know, it's like suddenly... The he pain. had this pain look on his face, always. you know, you know, always, as you can imagine, yeah. just disappeared. We were crying and laughing, and then Dad just looked at us and he said, be happy, and that was it. I'm Andrew Denton. Join me for Season 2 of Better Off Dead, Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and look out for episode one on March 16. Till the day I die, it'll be the most courageous thing I've I've ever seen anyone do.